This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. No amount of alcohol is safe. Drinking alcoholic beverages can be harmful to our health. It's the most damaging drug to society as a whole. The danger goes up with every additional drink. Alcohol is actually considered a class one carcinogen or cancer causing agent. So that's the same category as benzene and tobacco smoke. It is the poison, the acetylaldehyde itself, that leads to the effect of being inebriated or drunk. Canadian health authorities had previously said that a low risk amount of alcohol was about 10 drinks per week. Your risks start to increase at one standard drink per week. Even just seven glasses of wine across the week, there is going to be some degeneration of your brain in response to that alcohol intake. I was wanting to be a certain person but making all the wrong decisions. Citing some of this research about alcohol's impacts suggested lowering that to two drinks per week. In the Western cultures, alcohol is the most harmful drug overall because it's the most harmful drug to society because it's the most widely used drug. A very small percentage of individuals in the world can quit anything on their own. And really, our main message is that less is better. You know, when it comes to health, you know, less is more. What do we know about alcohol's impact on us? Alcohol is one of the leading behavior-related causes of health problems and deaths, and also some social problems and any economic costs, ranging from things like injuries and accidents to cancers and actually uh, heart and cardiovascular disease. Shoveling alcohol, you know, hiding, hiding away the problems has been something we've been very, become very expert at. But the really sad statistic is that only 10% of people suffering from an alcohol use disorder seek treatment. I hit rock bottom. I got lost in the sauce of drinking. Out of those 10% of the people, only one will have any form of long-term success. This is why I don't like alcohol, and this is why I don't like drugs, because I don't, you're, you're not in control. A substance is doing that. And that means 90% of people who are suffering right now aren't going to seek treatment. And you know why they're not going to seek treatment? It's because they've been told that all they can do is quit and go to meetings for the rest of their life. I remember having a conversation with Patrick one night. He picked me up in his car and we're sitting together. And it was awkward silence for a good 15, 20 minutes. So eventually one of my friends who was going through it bad, I was at the prison to pick him up. I'm sitting outside till 3 o'clock in the morning. Finally, he gets out, gets in a car. This was like his fourth or fifth UI. We didn't say anything to each other. And, and we're driving home, and I don't say anything to him. And he says, uh, hey, Pat, how come you're not saying anything to me? I said, I said, you know, just to be honest with me, I just see you being in pain. Finally, I said, I don't know why I choose to do what I'm doing. And he says, you always have a choice. And we started talking a little bit about 
two words. He said, you know, Mario, perspective and gratitude. And those two words change everything for me. But as we were having a conversation, I just want to see you get out of this thing. I don't know what you're going through, but you're in pain. And I hope you realize there's value to life. I don't know how to help you. I don't have a method. The only thing I know is what I've seen others go through, whether it's AA and all these other programs. He went into asking me who I want to be, what do I want to do? And we just went through a whole conversation and it was a human conversation. It was a people conversation. It was no business, no numbers. It was just relationship. But uh, I hope you figure out a way to get through this. Do you know that I love you? Yes. Do you think I care about you? Yes. Do you think I want the best for you? Yes. Do you want to be friends long-term? Yes. Are we family? Yes. Do you want to change? And that's the one where I got stuck. You have to want to change if you're struggling with some kind of addiction, like I was. It's not easy to say that, but I wanted to change. I just didn't know how. And eventually he figured out a way to get through it and he's doing great. He's changed his life you know, in a completely different way. Yeah, but what you said to him, people should be aware of that. That is love and support. And it's visceral because people don't want it to be true. So there are two things I would say about this. The first is both a conscious and a subconscious level. People are fearful of other drugs, illegal drugs, because it helps deflect their attention away from the problems of alcohol at a personal level, but also at a, at a political level. Politicians love to get hysterical about a new drug because it means they can do something about drugs and they don't have to be held to account over their failure to deal with the problems of alcohol. Right. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that I, I would say that there's almost no family in Britain, if you look at an extended family, three generations, in which, which doesn't have someone who's been damaged by alcohol through addiction, through violence, traffic accidents, or being a victim because of someone else who was drunk and violent. Right. Almost every family in Britain is affected, but we don't own up to it. Right. We kind of push it under the carpet. You know, we, we know there's a problem, but we don't talk about it because well, we don't know what to do about it, we're embarrassed. And so that shoveling alcohol, you know, hiding, hiding away the problems has been something we've been very, become very expert at. We know the pharmacology of alcohol in the brain and how it does that. It's, we can, we can explain an enormous amount of what's going on with alcohol. Right. I mean, to me, I find that quite exciting because, you know, it's a, as a brain scientist, that's what I want to understand. I want to understand the brain. And you know, alcohol is a very interesting probe of different brain systems. And the changes we see that underpin the effects of alcohol, you know, are relevant to all sorts of disorders. They're relevant to disorders like sleep disorders, relevant to epilepsy, relevant to anxiety, depression. This drug which you can just go and buy in the shops can produce these enormous changes in people's lives. Sometimes some habits can turn into lifestyles and certain lifestyles don't lead to all the benefits and all the amazing things that life has to offer. Some lifestyles lead to very dark paths, a depression, uh, anxiety, stress, um, and if not controlled, can also lead to some of the worst case scenarios out there in life. One of them being never reaching your capacity, never really having an identity or a self-worth, losing all integrity, all dignity, and losing yourself. Just a few years ago, I was in a very dark place in my life. They say that depression comes from the inability to construct the future in your mind. I couldn't see the future. I didn't know who I was supposed to be. I was 
wanting to be a certain person but making all the wrong decisions. I made a lot of mistakes. When it comes to alcohol itself, which is something that I was struggling with at the time, it went slowly from being a work hard, play hard, have a drink, to two drinks, to three drinks, to then a habit, to then a daily habit, to then a 24-7 habit, to then a every weekend habit, getting lost in myself habit. Sometimes if you don't watch the kind of habits that you're building, they become lifestyles. Before I knew it, I was digging myself a hole and everywhere I looked, it was so dark and I lost myself. I spiraled into a sense of no self-worth and I struggled a lot and nobody knew. I hit rock bottom to the point where I almost lost my job, to the point where some people had to have very tough conversations with me. Some friends had to deal with my drama and they say hurting people hurt people. I was hurting inside and I was hurting others and didn't even know it.